Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's Medicinal Monday. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And it's Dr. Benjamin here. And we're both naturopathic doctors who support individuals in reversing disease and reclaiming optimal health through whole food plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. So this week on Medicinal Monday episode, we're talking about heart rate variability, the vagus nerve, your parasympathetic nervous system, why it matters, and how to use it for your advantage as it relates to immunity, hormone balancing, optimal health. And before we dive in, we've got a really important announcement. Exciting. Yes. yes. The next Whole Food Plant-Based Challenge is starting up just a week from today on November 1st, 2021. And this challenge I'm super excited about because it is the Terrain Revival Challenge. And really by terrain, we're talking about the inner ecosystem of your body that creates a robust immune system, a nice, you know, calm nervous system. Some of the things we're going to talk about in today's episode. So if you want to join us for the Terrain Revival Challenge, you can head over to alter.health. And uh, we hope to to see you there. We're kicking off next week, November 1st. That's right. And if you haven't yet joined a whole food plant-based challenge, what the heck are you waiting for? These are awesome opportunities to really take your health to the next level, take your understanding of physiology and nutrition to the next level and master your inner ecosystem. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so that leads us to today, Medicinal Monday, Heart Rate Variability, Maybe you're familiar with the concepts, the term, the idea. It's it's actually something that I have been geeking out with for a long, long time. Um, and I think it's just so fascinating. And just to kind of define what it is, it's very different from heart rate, which is the number of beats per minute that our heart beats, you know, love dub, love dub, love dub. Um, and to really show you what heart rate variability is, there's a little graphic here that's just very simplistic look at low HRV, low heart rate variability as compared with normal or higher heart rate variability. So you see that the, you know, for example, in intervals between heartbeats, 
that would be a 60 beat per minute heart rate, right? Lub dub, lub dub, lub dub. But actually a healthy person, that's not what it looks like. A healthy person has higher heart rate variability, which means that there's actually a variation between the lub dub heartbeats. Um, so that's exemplified in the the lower graph if you're if you're just listening you know it's pretty easy to wrap your head about around what we're what we're looking at here so normally in a healthy individual there's actually different space between the heartbeats and that space to the input of our autonomic nervous system namely the parasympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system that relates to of course rest and digest and lower, calmer heart rate, also lower, calmer blood pressure. Uh, so heart rate variability is really best measured when we're in a restful state. It's hard to measure heart rate variability if we're exercising or things like that as our heart rate speeds up and variability uh, actually decreases. There, There isn't really any heart rate variability, but it can really be appreciated during times of just chilling <laughs> when we're just hanging out. Uh, we can appreciate this. And it's a huge predictor in terms of our, our health outcomes. And that's really why we care about heart rate variability. Clinically, it's like a very significant measurement or indicator as to whether or not we're at risk for things like cardiovascular disease, um, immune-related issues, uh, the list goes on and on. And it makes a lot of sense because really in a nutshell, what heart rate variability is, is it's a measurement of our autonomic nervous system. It's namely a measurement of the strength of the parasympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system. And if you've tuned into conversations here, you know that that branch of our autonomic nervous system is really, really important. We, we want to spend as much time as possible with that branch kind of running the show. And with a heart rate variability, or, or, or I should say a high heart rate variability is really indicating that that's where, where we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think before we dive into the, just, you know, why you know, why it's so important to, you know, have this great measurement, this great tool and, and what that tells us about our health. I think let's talk about how you can measure it at home because oh. I've watched Dr. Ben measure this every single morning, <laughs> every like single years. day. Yeah, yeah. When he's woken up and he does it right on his cell phone, on his <laughs> smartphone. That's right. There are some apps that allow you to tune into this and, um, you know, with modern technology and whatnot, there, there's also uh, the HeartMath Institute has a lot of uh, devices and resources that allow you to kind of tune into your variability. The app use is called H. Uh, I'm blanking on what it is. It's called HRV for train for training. And um, oh my gosh, I guess can I show the camera? Probably not, but you know, you got, you get like, uh, you get like, you know, um, you measure it and it measures through the actual, through the camera on the back of your phone. So you just cover the camera with your finger and, um, and that it's not super, it's not as accurate as if you had a heart rate sensor, an optical, um, now I'm, now I'm blanking the terms. Um, this is an optical heart rate sensor. I wasn't prepared to talk all about this, but <laughs> what's the other name that is like an actual chest strap? 
someone's going to correct me, maybe. Mm -hmm. In any case, uh, that's how you build through uh, programs like this, HRV for training. It's kind of geared towards training, but it's really cool because it allows you to tune into really the subtleties of the stress that our body is uh, is under uh, day to day. And that's really what's what matters most than just like a snapshot in time is our general trends and the consistency of our heart rate variability. And if you if you see the consistency, which, you know, it's not like flat line, there is variability to our heart rate variability. And it's interesting that, you know, if you uh, we, we know like it's very clear that things like a lack of sleep, um, alcohol consumption, traveling, these sort of physiologic stressors make heart rate variability crash uh, from like a day to day. So if we ha- are pretty consistent and then we travel or we go out and lose sleep or have too many drinks or something like that, we will predictively see a lower HRV. So it kind of helps explain how and why our physiology is adapting to stress. So that's it, it is a cool way to kind of tune in on that biofeedback level. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's how you measure it. And then again, there's tons of of research that's always coming out over the, you know, and this is, this, this kind of uh, science has been around for decades and decades, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, I actually don't know the beginning of heart rate variability research, but it really started at the HeartMath Institute, as far as I know. Um, And really they've, they've come to conclude that this measurement, again, is a predictor of so many chronic diseases. Um, And then, of course, acutely, it's a predictor of whether or not uh, we're adapting to physiologic stress. So if we've got, you know, lose a lot of sleep, if we drink, then again, like back to the point why it matters, then our immune system isn't going to be um, optimal, then we're going to be more likely to, quote unquote, come down with some acute ailment or symptom or um, detox reaction or, or something like that. And then that actual physiologic stress can confound the diminished heart rate variability. And that can lead us to, you know, feel quote unquote sick or ill for any number of days. So good biofeedback kind of tool. And what else? I'm just rambling. Well, I'm just remembering we had, we had a friend who, um, he actually worked in public health. He was a professor in the public health realm. And um, he reached out to us because he was saying, hey, you know, I, you know, I'm connected with this university. If you both are interested in, in designing a study that looks at whole food plant-based nutrition and its effect on stress or the stress response or the nervous system. Um, You know, that was, that would be a project I'd be really interested in. And we never really followed up, but I remember in the conversation, it came up, you know, this, this public health professor was saying, well, yeah, but how, how would we measure the stress response in the body? And we were like, oh, that's easy. We'll measure heart rate variability. And um, so. And I, you know, I find it interesting again, back to this app, this, um, the, the, I don't know how many thousands, tens of thousands, maybe 100,000 users use this app, but they compile all the data and then they have like population comparison. And, uh, you know, every once in a while, tune in, I'm pat myself on the back and see that I'm, you know, 90th percentile or more in terms of 
the amplitude or of heart rate variability, which it's a lot of mathematics that are used to, to calculate these sort of things. And quite frankly, every individual and every individual's heart muscle and electrocardiogram signature is going to impact uh, their heart rate variability. Um, but in any case, yeah, it's, it's good. Generally speaking, it's good to have a higher heart rate variability, mm-hmm. um, which again, has nothing to do with heart rate. It's the variability between your heart rate, which is a, it's a measurement of your, the, the resilience of your autonomic nervous system, this parasympathetic branch of your autonomic nervous system. Um, so maybe it's a good time to shift into how to change heart rate variability. Mm, is sure. that, is that, that is there anything else we need to cover? No, I think, I think that's a good segue. Okay. Into how to change heart rate variability for the better, because, Hey, it's like, okay, we download this app, we get some device, we tune in, we measure our heart rate variability in an instant. And then ideally we want to see that change in a positive direction in a, in a, which means in a higher direction, have more variability to our heart rate variability. Um, so how to increase that? Well, for sure, routine, um, sleep, hydration, nutrition, um, routine day-to-day kind of in training the circadian rhythm, that sort of thing is super important in terms of just that consistency. Uh, but moment to moment, our heart rate variability can be modified dramatically by a couple of things. And the first thing is kind of from the science of HeartMath Institute, you know, what they call heart-centered focus or heart coherence. Heart-centered coherence. Well, what happens is there's electromagnetic coherence between the brain waves and the heart rate waves. Mm -hmm. Um, Gosh, I forget what they call it, but it's essentially feeling good, you know, bringing into mind like good memory, uh, feeling gratitude, feeling connection, feeling love, um, you know, feeling peace. Again, connecting with our true nature, as we like to call it, and uh, just spending time there in a kind of intentional sort of way, that in and of itself changes heart rate variability. Uh, But the other thing that we can do, which is just as easy, is actually take control of our breath. And uh, we, we talk about breath quite a bit as well here at Alter Health. Maybe you've heard us talk about kind of parasympathetic breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, course, it's important to breathe through the nose, not through the mouth, these sort of things. And when we're talking about parasympathetic breathing, breathing in a way to strengthen the vagus nerve, which increases heart rate variability, it's breathing in a way that emphasizes the exhalation, um, the letting go of our breath, and specifically in a way that lengthens that exhalation. So breathing in, for example, for a count of two or three, And then exhaling for maybe double that, you know, four or six counts. And the the more we can kind of ease that exhalation and make that exhalation slow and complete, uh, what that is doing is firing parasympathetic neurons that actually directly in that moment put the brakes on our heart rate and thereby increase the measurement um, that we know as heart rate variability. Uh, So that is probably the most profound tool to use, you know, in a moment. And of course, we talk about it in 
in other cases as just being a reliable way to turn on the parasympathetic nervous system. And again, we can measure that with a device with some sort of biofeedback as increased heart rate variability. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Breath is definitely an awesome tool. But you know, the first thing you brought up about just being connected with our true nature and, you know, being connected with our innate peace and feeling feeling good, as you were saying, that to me is kind of the more sustainable approach to really optimizing heart rate variability because totally. it's hard to sit and just focus on parasympathetic breathing all day long. You know, we have to live our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, that's why we have our Wisdom Wednesday calls where we really talk about how we can be in life and still be more connected with our innate peace despite all the crazy happenings that might be happening around us and, you know, essentially not being as um, swayed by all the the crazy weather patterns of um, our outside experiences. Right. Yeah, of course. That's, that's a really good point. And back to that biofeedback uh, example, and that exact, that is exactly what what heart rate variability is. It's a measure of what's going on inside. Uh, but we also like to say that the the general sensations and feelings and whether it's emotional or energetic in nature or physical or physiologic in nature, uh, tuning into those subtle or not so subtle feelings is so powerful. And I think the the moral of the story and the take-home message is, you know, when we tune into that and maybe we do feel stress or we do notice a diminishment of our heart rate variability and you know we we see that or feel that whether it's a you know an intuitive sort of way or subjective objective sort of way uh, then that is just information that no it's nothing to stress about or worry about but just treat yourself with compassion and love and understanding and uh, listen to those messages from the body in a way that, you know, if you just if you were to if they were to be messages from your mother or your child or your loved one, those messages are uh, messages of pure wisdom and deserve to be heard and acknowledged and responded to with compassion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if this is sparking your curiosity and you want to, you know, dive more into the mind body connection, but specifically this piece on really, you know, how to how to essentially connect more with your true nature through understanding how the mind works, then check out our Wisdom Wednesday calls, the other half of this podcast. And of course, we have our Peace on Earth calls where we've got, you know, a, a hour long zoom call kind of you know setting where we can dive more deeply into these conversations because you know we like to it's funny in this group here in the plant-based and stress-free group on the podcast i think that there there tends to be more emphasis and focus on the nutrition on the physical you know the, the physical aspects of health but what we're talking about here you know, the the mental, emotional, metaphysical aspects of health, they're just as important as the physical aspects, if not more important. So yeah. they deserve our attention as well. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just looking at a, a comment here about, um, you know, a beta blocker medication or, or medications to control heart rate and rhythm. And of course, they're, they're life saving, right? So they can't, they can be life saving. Um, but 
you know, if we're not addressing the underlying cause, then that what 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 they also do is they totally impact our heart rate variability inherently. They control and override our heart rate variability. And that in and of itself can create, you know, additional risk factors for other chronic diseases, et cetera. Um, so if we're talking about blood pressure and stuff like that, it is so easy and powerful to control that naturally without pharmaceuticals that override this intricate nuanced system of heart rate variability and parasympathetic nervous system tone. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just, I, I just encourage anyone and everyone to tune in and seek natural treatments. That isn't to say we throw away any conventional treatment. Um, but as we are managing symptoms conventionally, it's just always a great opportunity to bolster the terrain, you know, the inner environment, the inner ecosystem, so that we can rest in that natural balance that we innately do have access to. Yes. So to learn more about the terrain and how to really optimize your inner ecosystem to support resilient health, come to our whole food plant-based terrain revival challenge starting yeah. on november 1st so you can access that at www.alter.health there's a button to direct you to sign up uh and i guess that's a wrap for heart rate variability it's a huge deep topic didn't want to go too deep and too crazy scientific mathematic uh in this episode but if you've got any additional questions feel free to leave them in the comments section and uh, hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or week and hope to see you in the next Whole Food Plant-Based Challenge. Bye for now.